Hello and welcome to the 83rd episode of the Whispers in the Dark podcast. We are back after a holiday and New Year's vacation, because this is work, I guess. Uh, with me today is Mackenzie, who is a new person on the podcast. Hey guys, what's up? Whitney. Hi. And Zach. Zach came back. Well, hello there. Hello. Kyle is taking a break. He has uh, this podcast and S-Link FM, so he's taking a break to slow down for the new year. So we brought Mackenzie on. He's going to substitute as our residential persona and Danganronpa and... He's new Kyle. Yes, he's a new Kyle. I'm nowhere near as cool as Kyle, <laughs> but I'll do my best. Okay. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got this. You got the role. We're going to pretend Kyle is the Onichan of the group and you're going to take his place. Okay. All right. I'll do my best. <laughs> All right. We're starting with introducing you because you're new. Tell us about yourself, man. Tell us. Well, uh... I guess I am kind of Kyle's replacement because I'm also Canadian. Uh, I've been playing video games since I was like three or four years old. Uh, one of the first games I ever played actually was uh, the first Resident Evil. I was over at my uncle's house. He was like, hey, you want to see a cool thing? And then we played Resident Evil and I gave me nightmares for three, <laughs> three years. Hey, uh, kid, want to see something appropriate for wait, your you age? You played that when you were three or four years old? I was really, I didn't play it, but I was watching him play it, and I, yeah. the, the Crimson Heads gave me nightmares for like three or four years. Oh my years. god, I'm that so is, old. That's actually Wait. really funny, because I have a story that's exactly like that, about Hold the uh, remake. It was the remake when you were three or four years old? No, it wasn't the remake, it oh. was the original. Oh, so oh, okay, no Crimson, Crimson Heads, okay. Heads, and I was like, no, I feel so old right now. <laughs> <laughs> my god, there's a baby here. And, uh, yeah, so I've been, like, it wasn't anything too unusual. Like, my, my dad, when I was when I was young, he showed me and my two younger brothers like terrifying horror movies all the time i think I, I first saw alien and terminator when i was like six or seven years old so like i was kind of acclimated to horror when i was pretty young and yeah it's it's been something i've grown to enjoy a lot over the years so uh here i am now and i hope that i can uh, hope that i can make an impression here you will you will just just be be wary of whitney she offers drugs to a lot of people and <laughs> <Can't get that. laughs> we're starting this year off huh? like this huh you should stop offering mescaline to all my friends. Yeah, you want the Vicodin? That'll give you a better buzz. Vicodin sucks. It's getting weird. Not as a like a recreational yes, it thing. Is, Zach, thank you. Not as a recreational thing, but like when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, I was like, I don't. This isn't helping. I'm just gonna take a Tylenol. Oh, that's better. I should show you guys my wisdom teeth. I think I showed CJ how nasty and wicked they are. Oh, I still have mine. It's somewhere here. Whitney didn't want it when I was gonna give it to her for her birthday. Oh. Wait, mine what? Like, my wisdom tooth. Oh. Mine look like no. voodoo talismans. <laughs> I want Wait, they, they gave them to you? Yeah. Um, mine were only like partially, they're all like partially in, and I think they broke them, they had to break them apart mm. when they took them out. They did that with my bottom half, but the top half, they were, I had an actual surgeon did it, and he took them out, and they were beautiful and perfect, and now they're witchcraft earrings. I want to polish mine, just so it looks I was nice. going to say, did you put it on a necklace or something? I'm thinking about it. Um, I have to drill little holes, but I put. I basically put them in a little uh, solution to clean them off so they weren't as yellow. Anyway, that's that's great. <laughs> I really wish Whitney took mine because it's just sitting there with my controllers and my wires. And if you really want to send me send me your tooth, I will take it. It'll be, be it'll be it'll be you can attach it to uh, York's collar and it'll be great. No, it'll be bad to the bone. No, post office is gonna like actually a package <laughs> and be like it's a serial killer. Oh God, this is happening again. It's an orange mm. alert. But there we go. We introduced Mackenzie and yeah, sort of yeah. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about. I see that you have cosplayed before. Oh, yeah. Oh, you um, have? Yes. Uh, cool. I'm pretty active. I'm pretty active in the cosplay scene because I'm a massive dork. Uh, 
basically whenever I like find a character that I really like that I can pull off, like I'm not gonna be playing like uh, any super macho man anytime soon, but like if I see a character that I can pull off, it, it kind of gets me into it. Like I, I enjoy doing that kind of stuff and meeting the community and all that. Uh, my most recent cosplay was uh, Mondo from Danganronpa, mm-hmm. and that's probably the hardest one so far because if you haven't seen it before, he basically has hair that looks like a giant baguette on his head. Yeah, that that hair's always bothered me. It looks it looked like corn to me, like just like a a mutated yeah, giant, corn. Giant corn cob. So <laughs> yeah, to do that, I actually just stitched two wigs together, and that was quite the undertaking. Uh, but yeah, I think they went over pretty well. So it's something I actually really enjoy to do every once in a while. My next one that I, ha- I have coming up is uh, Gundam from Danganronpa 2, so that should be fun as well. Oh, I thought you, you did that one already. Uh, that one's uh, in, the, in the works right now. I'm currently uh, like stitching it together, but it's it's hard because Gundam has like five layers on. And oh, I have to make yeah. them individually. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's what I'm. That's what I'm going for right now. Are you gonna get little stuffed hamsters? I'm gonna get freaking real hamsters. I go, I go hard oh. or go home, man. CJ, oh man! What the heck is this? Is this the first thing that popped up when I looked up Mondo? <laughs> Bing Bing image say. search is very strange. Oh my goodness! He just linked this Redbubble like custom mouse pad of of the character and. It's like one of those boob ones, except it's pectorals. <laughs> His chest is just padding for your wrist. The internet, the internet's a fun place, especially Bing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Thanks, Microsoft. Yeah. Thanks for Skype issues too, Microsoft. It was great. Why do you use Bing? Because <clears throat> I get free points. It's it's a slow torture, but I want five dollars off of Amazon every month. Hey, oh, if okay. it works for if it works for Hawaii Five O, it works for you, right? Yep. All right, so um, anybody have any questions for Mackenzie, or shall we move on? What do you think? Are you regretting your decision yet? <laughs> My life motto was no regrets. No regrets. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. Yep. Not even a single letter. All right, so since um, the last time we had an episode was before the holidays, maybe we should talk about what we did during the uh, season. I don't want to be specific and assume that we all celebrate Christmas, but I think we do. Um, and yeah, let's just talk about all the holidays, include all of them, even Festivus. What'd you do during that period? Well, well sorry. No, you go. So I had something really cool happen to me this holiday. Mm. Uh, the aforementioned uncle uh, collects a bunch of like old, old PC games, whatever, because he was like a, a gamer back in the nineties. But he doesn't really do it anymore because of, because of his kids to keep him really busy. Uh, so when I went over to his house for the Christmas season, he's like, "Hey, I got I got something to give you." And I was like, "What do you got to give me?" And he he pulled out the box for Dark Seed Two. <laughs> so I spent a good deal of this holiday replaying Dark Seed Two, and I'm pretty sure that's like the room of video games. Mm. Yes, it's, I just watched the room for the first time the other day. <laughs> anyway, so. yeah, it, dark. If, if you don't know, dark. What, Seed is, what 2, is dark seed? I'm. I, I feel like I. That's Geiger's, right? Or yeah. So it's dark seed and dark seed two are are like FMV games, uh, designed uh, in part by HR Geiger, so the guy who did the designs for like Alien and all those mm-hmm. creepy phallic creatures. Yeah. And the first game was okay. Like it didn't have the, the best voice acting, and it definitely shows its age nowadays. But like it was, it was a decent game. The second game, it's like okay, first of all, it looks like a Mortal Kombat. So like everyone's like a weirdly, a weirdly proportioned like photograph of a person that kind of awkwardly flip flops around the screen, and mm-hmm. the voice acting is some of the worst I've ever heard in a video game in a great way. <laughs> There's this this famous moment, and I'm pretty sure that. Uh, the guys from uh, from Ritsu Parade did a full playthrough of it, and that's why the game's kind of popular nowadays. But uh, there's a moment where you have to win carnival games, and your main character is so much of a wimp, he can't even win, like, a ring toss. So you have to use alien technology to, to cheat out of them. What? Yeah. Well, aren't, to... aren't carnival games rigged a lot of times? So yes. I would be, like, 
too surprised if he had to use alien technology to actually win, but... The best part, though, is that, like, for one of the games, like, it's like a shooting gallery, so you pull all this massive alien ray gun and just vaporize it, and the guy just gives you the prize and nothing happens. <laughs> I'm looking at screenshots. It's, it's definitely strange. This this dude, the dude in the game actually looks like DC Douglas to me for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at pictures now. So, Very is the phallic. guy in the brown, uh, like, suede jacket, is he the main character? He's the main character. That's Mike Dawson. It's, uh, Iron Mike, as the game calls him Mike sometimes. Mike Dawson. There are penis skulls. Oh, I do know of this game. <laughs> we should totally have this stream. This looks hilarious. It's definitely a stream-worthy game. There's so many, like, every single line of dialogue in the game is awkward and hilarious. There's a dude who sits outside, rotating in place, and watering his lawn for the entire game. That's... Oh, I, I just see a gif. It says Mike Dawson, the only person who can fail a ring toss from five feet away. Yep. <laughs> like, I'm describing these carnival games as if like they're just carnival games, but no, they're like baby's first carnival games. And he still manages to, manages to fail them over and over again until you cheat. Mm. Maybe so, this game of ring toss will help me find who murdered Rita. It wasn't me, by the way. That's an actual <laughs> line of dialogue from the game. It wasn't me. What, seriously? BTW. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> what if that was just Gone Girl? It wasn't me, BTW. BTWs. <laughs> so, he spends the entire game trying to find out who murdered his sort of girlfriend. Like, you find out that he didn't really like him that much. But, uh, and every single opportunity he can, he says, by the way, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. And <laughs> his master investigation techniques involve knocking on someone's door and asking, did you kill her? <laughs> did you do it? I have, I have to see you play through this game. I can't believe I, I missed out on this. It's it's basically the greatest like the it, once again it's the room of it's the room of video games it, it's so bad. So so is this better than Phantasmagoria two? I'd say is so that, yeah. That has a special place 2, in my heart. Phantasmagoria two is a, like a great uh, unintentionally hilarious game, but there are like downtimes in it like where nothing really much happens. Mm -hmm. uh, Dark Sea two is a lap a minute from the very first scene in the entire game. You'll be rolling on the floor laughing about how stupid it is. Is this on uh online like like Steam or anything like that? Is it on Gog or, or no? Yeah, it's on GOG, and I'm pretty sure that there are other avenues to get it uh, as well. But yeah, like I, I have the the PC like DOS disc version from back in the days. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a great game. I definitely recommend checking it if you haven't already. So other than that, I finally beat Evil Within nice. this holiday season. Mm -hmm. So uh, did you like it? I was kind of middle on it, honestly. I think that Mikami's done a lot better before, but I think it could have been a lot worse at the same time. Mm. Well, uh, it, was, it got stupid towards the end. Ooh. Oh, like, <laughs> I can't, like, I, as dumb as a villain as Rubik is, at times I can't dislike him because I like, uh, what's his face, Jackie Earl Healy. Earl Healy, yeah. So, like, I can't, I can't dislike his performance, but even if the villain's kind of bland. I didn't uh, mind him. It just, like, the whole last boss fight and everything just got pretty well, yeah. the last boss, The last boss was garbage, but, you know, like, it's kind of hard to do a good survival horror last, like, a survival horror boss in this day and age, so eh. I don't really blame it too much. They want to go all out. Flying jeeps, crazy, just craziness. Just so totally different from the entire rest of the game. Yeah, it feels like yeah. he just said, you yeah, know, people like... didn't like RE5, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do that right there. I'm gonna yeah, copy that, that, part. That's what I was just about to say. The, the, the first half of the game feels like kind of like a, a trying to recreate Resident Evil 4, and then it just goes full Resident Evil 5 for the last chapter. Which he says mm -hmm. he hates and he won't ever play, which is very odd and strange that somehow his game still had elements that really, really remind of RE5. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, I don't think it's like, I, I kind of feel sorry for Mikami, because if you, if you read some of the interviews with him, he really wanted the game to be like a pure sci-fi, like psychological horror type game. 
but then Bethesda said, no, we want a more traditional like survival horror, and they kind of forced his hand into that. Yeah, I've actually, um, I got the art book for Christmas, and I'm reading through a lot of it, and it seems like most of the people who, when they talk about the game, like, their idea of how to proceed forward with the horror was just like, oh yeah, we just want to make this scarier. It's like, not necessarily for psychological reasons, just just to make it scarier. And there's yeah. even a point where, there's even a point where the, um, the character designer, I forget her name, but she just calls Leslie, like, annoying, really annoying. I'm like, oh, wow. So all those people talking about how horror games should probably lay off mental illness. And she's just like, oh, yeah, Leslie's just really annoying character. It's like, oh, that's, that's kind of sad that you said that. Well, he is. <laughs> He's got problems. Yeah. He shouldn't have it, just been designed to be a, an annoying kid with some mental problems. Well, that just kind of exactly. bothers me. It irks me when it's said that way, but, eh, it's a small thing. Uh, aside from that, you get any cool gaming gifts? Uh, I got uh, I got a couple PS4 games, but other than that, I basically just I was more giving this year than receiving. But I did go and I got a I got a decent holiday bonus from work, so I did go out and buy myself a PS4. That was pretty nice. Oh, nice, nice. Very uh, cool. so yeah, that was that was pretty much my holiday. All right, who wants to go next? I'll jump in. Um, as far as gaming related gifts, I got Bayonetta, Smash Brothers. Um, I got a few Amiibos. Ooh. I, Got to play with. Any rare uh, ones? No, nothing rare. Oh. Um, but I got Sam. That's all I really cared about anyway. But um, I think that's it as far as the games, but I already played through Bayonetta, which was great. I can see why everybody was saying Game of the Year on that one. And, uh, it was good. Yeah, it was. Uh, lots of role-playing over the uh, last few weeks. A good December. You know, playing a lot of D&D and board games and whatnot. And now I'm in a game design class, so that's kind of what I've been up to. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Whitney? Um, nothing really. I didn't really get anything gaming wise. Um, anything exciting though? It doesn't have to be specifically gaming. Just like, talking about our cool stuff for the holidays. Oh well, um, my sister got me a DNA test for York, so I'll find yes. out exactly what he is. Is he? Um, is he your biological child? <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you the father? I also got a copy machine thing. Um, a Verissimo. She got a the Keurig. Yeah, well, we're kinda, oh, okay. Yeah, my girlfriend Keurig. got a new uh, Verissimo because she works at Starbucks and she's all mm-hmm. happy about it right now. <laughs> Keeps talking about it. Yeah. Oh, and I got a uh, Elgato gaming recorder thing. Streaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I don't have a working laptop, so I I can't really use it because my consoles are in the living room and my computer's in my bedroom. And uh-huh. yeah. How much did it cost you? It was free because oh. it was a Christmas gift. It was a gift. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you said you you got one. I didn't buy one, but never no. mind. <laughs> no. I thought you like Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> nope. Nope. And I I got like about a week and a half, two weeks about off from work. We, we were shut down, so that was nice. I didn't have to go to work for a while. Uh, that was it. There you go. I'm guessing spend time with family as well. Yep, I uh, went to my parents and whatnot for Christmas, and I was there a couple days, and fun times. Hmm. Um, I'm going to sound like a little spoiled child when I say the thing, so anyway, I got a couple of gifts that I'm really, really excited about. Um, One of them being Freedom Wars, which I've been playing. That's a wonderful game. It's so good, so it's good. It's so wonderful. It's it surprised me, because I remember people saying, oh yeah, it's really good except for this, but I think they, I guess they patched a lot of the improvements into it. Yeah, and it's like, just so fun. 
I was never really one for Monster Hunter. Like, I can never really get into Monster Hunter for some reason. And then Freedom Wars came out, and like three of my friends got it. They said, "Yeah, you should get it, so we can play multiplayer." And I was like, "Oh, fine." So I bought it, and then it turned out to be something that I binge played for like 15 hours that that week. Yeah, I'm. I think I just got up to Code. Is it Code or Core? Yeah, it's Code. Code, code Four. Code. Yeah, I'm Code Four now, and nice. It's oh, it's it's just so fun. I love the world. I'm really hoping they do an anime or something. It's yeah, adapted in other do, forms. Like, since this is the spiritual sequel or a successor to uh, Soul Sacrifice, I hope they do like a, a sequel to it, kind of like how they did Soul Sacrifice Delta. Delta. As long that if they do game. that, if they do that, I really, really hope that it's an expansion that you, I can purchase and not a replacement. Because I really don't yeah. want to go. Oh, now I gotta buy Freedom Wars Delta, and you know. Yeah, well, because it's like you make your own character, like you feel attached to it. Yeah. You don't want to just scrap that and start over again. Yeah. Soul Sacrifice is pretty good too, though. I you haven't actually, I actually haven't played that one. I like it. I was going to, but then I found out that Delta was just digital only. I'm like, eh. it bothers me. <laughs> Eventually, when it's on a really good sale, I'll probably pick it up. Especially, I know I love my physical, physical copies, man. Oh, really? Do you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll tell you, doctor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I also got um Summer Wars on Blu-ray. Have not watched it yet, but I really did enjoy um Wolf Children. I'm hoping for some good stuff with that. Have you seen the Digimon movie? I have not. Okay, because it's basically just the Digimon movie, but good. Oh, I didn't like Digimon as a kid. I was a fanboy. I was like, screw them. Pokemon all the way. <laughs> fake digital monsters with your season 3 reveal that all the other seasons were fake. <laughs> um, Digimon. Yeah. Digital monsters. Digital monsters. Or something like that. I'm pretty sure. The, so the, the director of the Digimon movie, he was hired to do that movie. And he was like, I like this concept, but I don't like what I have to do with it. So... Some like seven or eight years after he made the Digimon movie, he made Summer Wars, which is the exact same premise, but done really, really well. No, that is interesting. So it's kind of cool. Um, also got a solid state for my computer, which was a pain in the ass to install because like computers what are annoying. What company did you get? Not your company, because it wasn't <laughs> cheapest. So I got Intel. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and uh, Alien Blu-rays and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, the anthology is really nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice yeah. little book, all shiny on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted the anthology, but I already have Alien, Alien, and Aliens. I don't think I'd ever. I'd watch Alien three. Three or four. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch so. um the um the director's cut of three because I hear it's really really good. Yeah, like I've heard that it's better than the the original one. Like, I actually haven't hadn't ever seen the original cut. I've just seen the reassembly cut. Uh, and I was kind of like it was it was decent. Like it wasn't great but it wasn't awful it's a lot so. better the the director's cut's a lot better but it's still a pretty bad movie yeah, yeah like, it's like there's not much you can like in my opinion the only movie that's been like a massively massively better from the director's cut was watchmen so yeah definitely really actually i've never heard that mm-hmm. yeah like the, the original cut's like what like an hour and 45 minutes and the director's cut's mm-hmm. like almost three hours long mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no the original was still really long but uh a lot better with director's cut. i have no idea all right so uh, should we go to the next phase of our discussion, which would just be things that we played? Uh, since I just finished with my Christmas list, I'm going to talk about uh, real quick. Sure. Just Spitfire. I've been playing Freedom Wars. Amazing. I've been uh, playing Kingdom Hearts 2.5 HD. Never actually played Kingdom Hearts 2 before. This is my first time going through it. I really like it. It's cute mm-hmm. and fun and has friendship in it. Just like all those. Yes, my summertime is over. Yeah, that was sad. Oh my god, when he got on the train, the one tier <laughs> came out because Roxas. <laughs> it was so sad. Um, and oh, been playing Ground Zeroes on PC. I didn't think I'd enjoy it so much, but I already put, I already put twenty I hours into you. it. Oh, 
it's finally because you're like, I'm gonna hate it. It's just a demo. Blah blah blah. I'm like, All right, you just play it, and eventually you'll be like, Well, oh, uh, well then, cool. then again, I also only paid five bucks for it, so I'm not, I'm not hurting too much about it. But I do, I have put twenty hours into it. It's, it's very fun. I know you would. Ugh. It's, Whatever. it's Whatever. and the mods. I'm gonna play as Chico. It's gonna be hilarious. <laughs> uh, Wait, so did you, did you play more Homecoming? No. I wasn't dying to play Homecoming. I just wanted to get it on a, a sale for a decent price, and um, it just never really happened until Nuvum did it, because Nuvum is like, haha, we're in Brazil, we can lower our prices extremely low. Nobody in the world has ever been dying to play Homecoming. I know, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. That's why I've been playing. What about you guys? Um, I've been doing Binding of Isaac, uh, Transistor, I just started recently, Depth for the review, um, Bayonetta 2, like I said, and I think that's it. There you go, Whitney. Um, I've actually been... I started playing Last of Us again to get all the collectibles and shit that I missed my first time around. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. I've mostly been playing in like the recent weeks. I've been playing a lot of Guilty Gear and a lot of Persona Q. Oh, yeah, I was playing Persona Q, but my 3DS died and exploded. Oh, that's too bad. What, what happened to Yeah, it? I mean, um, the, the, the B button started a... It wasn't responding to anything, so I couldn't cancel out of any of the menus. So I was like, "All right, I'm gonna take care of this." And it was there was no warranty left, so I was like, "Let's let's do this." Tried to open it up myself and destroyed it. Oh no! Ooh. Yeah, so it's my fault. Aww. Oh well, the new 3ds is just around the corner, right? Exactly. That's what I'm telling myself. Now I don't have to fight as hard to justify. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah I no, just mine, replace it." Mine's mine's falling apart. Like I have a launch 3ds. Um, mm-hmm, so do I. Yeah. Yeah. So like mine, the battery life is like an hour and a half, and. I need to like I need to, to, to duct tape the battery case on because it, like this one of the screws fell out and I don't have a stylus for it anymore because the little peg holding the stylus in uh, mm. got broken and the stylus slid out and got lost somewhere. Oof. So I'm playing this like hunk of junk for another couple months till I can get a new 3ds, but well, they, it does the job okay. Yeah, they got announced the 3ds. Hopefully, something soon. Eat. Like it's already out in Australia, so how much longer can it take, right? Uh, yeah, but that was in I think it came out in October in Australia, didn't it? Or was it November? I think it was November. Yeah, it's like, come on, guys. Let us play it. We want to play it. I'll get a 3DS eventually. One day. One day. Wait for the new one. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely get the new 3DS. That's the name. Persona Q seemed great, though, from what I was playing. It, it looks cute. Oh, it's so cute. I saw there was a fan trailer of uh, basically Danganronpa Q, and it was, so, it, was, it was adorable. That was amazing. I saw that trailer, too. Uh, man. Uh, so just jumping off, now we're going to talk about our Game of the Year votes. That popped up, uh, I think, two weeks ago. We did a um, staff vote and a community vote. So we actually have two games to talk about. The one, I guess let's start with the community. You know, the surprise. Evil Within basically won our community votes, and I'm looking at the numbers right now. Isn't that because, like, the company advertised your... Well, they did, but so did Sega, and then so did um, Nisa. So at one point, Danganronpa 2 was going to be our community game of the year. But then... I would be totally fine with that. I would have no problem with that whatsoever. <laughs> exactly. That's actually my personal game of the year. But yeah, mine too. Oh, it's so good. Um, I still need to play it. Zach, please, please do it. Actually, I'm 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 staring at my Vita right now. I think so there I is a. Download it. I'm not sure if it was a sale, but I think NAS's website was actually bundling them together for like ten dollars off. You could probably, mm. you could probably do that. Yeah. Mm. Mm, you got to play them if you're gonna potentially interview the producer. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, Alien Isolation did not win, but it was really close. Evil Within won with 872 votes out of 19,407. 19, why am I saying 19,000? 1,900. Oh, like, whoa, 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 1,900. 
<laughs> I was very impressed for a second. <laughs> it was boy. I was like, man, I didn't think that was that much. What am I saying? We are popular. Uh, so, yep, uh, it was really close, but Evil Within won out, and our actual game of the year, which we voted on, was Alien Isolation, because it's a very daring game, AAA horror game, and it's just top-notch, high-quality, beautiful game, decent story that actually can fit into the canon, unlike uh, Clay Marines, which butchered it. So, yeah, I'm, I was really happy with it. I loved Alien Isolation, didn't expect I was going to at E3. I had reservations. No. I was like, uh, the alien kind of teleported behind me. That's not so cool. But that didn't happen to me once in my whole playthrough. We had that conversation so many times. It's like, shut up, CJ. You don't know. It's going to be good. I was, I'm just saying. What happened to me in the... I know, I know. I know. Yeah, but I'm really happy that I ended up enjoying it because I spent, what, that game's like 30 hours long almost? Jeez. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's pretty darn long. Yep, high I just quality. I how much stuff. we were talking about it when we were driving back from E3 to my house. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I don't know, but ah, I don't ah. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I was wrong and it came out all right. Really happy with it. What about you guys? Did you all play Alien Isolation? Yep. No. I reviewed it. Wait, did you, you said yes? I said no. Oh, I was going to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you should at least maybe watch some playthroughs, it's so good. It is. It was, yeah. Like I watched Kyle play a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think he did stream it recently. I watched him play the DLC. Oh, okay. I, was, I had some reservations about it because I'm still really salty about Colonial Marines. <laughs> That's like the the biggest lie that any game developer has ever told anyone. Uh, yeah. But I was I was somewhat excited at the same time because my favorite Resident Evil game is Nemesis, and it seemed like it'd be kind of like a, a callback to that mm-hmm. in a sense. Uh, so yeah, it turned out it turned out really really well. Like it has a great atmosphere. I really like the minimalistic HUD on it. I think that's a really good nice touch. Yeah, yeah. I think mm-hmm. they did an amazing job actually honoring the technology and the look of the original film and. Yeah, like all the computers look like what people in the 70s thought computers would look like now. Yeah, I'm actually hope I, I really hope it, it did well financially, and I know it perception is there was way, Is there, like, a site that Nothing that's completely accurate, eggs? though. That's the problem. You kind of have to rely on publishers to re- reveal their sales figures. And I'm, I'm hoping, I'm really hoping it did well, because they did such a risky thing by making it a true-to-form, pure survival horror experience, and that well, doesn't really always do well. From what I've seen online, well. everyone who's played it loves it, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering if it enough people played it. And it was IGN really divided as like far it. as reviews. Yeah, I know. Weird. IGN thought it was too scary. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> it's really? too hard. If a game's too hard, lower the difficulty. That's all you gotta do. Yeah, I didn't And then you mentioned that. that you lowered the difficulty because that one was not for you. That's all. That's what I would do. But, yeah. To each his own. To each his own. But that was our game of the year, so awesome stuff. Um, Let's see. I... I guess we should all talk about our personal game of the year lists because uh, I guess we can list five of them. Does that sound good to you guys? Yeah, I can't think good. of five right now. No, just whatever comes to mind. Um, <laughs> so, Alien was definitely in mine. Danganronpa 2 was definitely in mine. And a surprise contender was Lisa the Painful RPG, which came to Steam, um, I think, the last within the last two weeks of December. And it's an incredible game. I did not expect much. I just saw some funny videos and... It really surprised me. I put my review up. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. Really, really good. Highly recommended. And so this is kind of like Earthbound, right? Yes, a lot there. Yeah, I think even the developer, everyone says it's Earthbound influence, except it's darker and just very mature in its themes because a lot of offensive stuff happens. It's fairly offensive. Essentially, it's a world where only men are around. Somehow all the women have disappeared. And you play as a guy who finds a baby, and that baby happens to be the last known female in existence. And this is giving me Children of Men vibes, and that's very good. Yeah, and it's 
it's like I called it a mature version of Adventure Time because it's kooky in that way, but it's also really perverse because it's a world of just men and a lot of them are fucking it sounds nuts. like saber marinette j i have never heard of that what is that? yeah it's an anime huh. from uh, the 90s where like all the women are gone and they have like android chicks and yeah oh this it's all like, men this one didn't have android chicks it just had uh, a couple of guys in drag who were you know pleasing people for their needs and you could even do that yourself if you want to in the game and you do it in RPG combat style, which is hilarious. You, little, you rub, rub shoulders, give a kiss. It's it's priceless. Um, I also would say Wolfenstein: The New Order is on my list because it's Sounds pretty good. Very very good game. Uh, surprising, surprisingly good shooter in both mm-hmm. its uh, mechanics and its storytelling. And there's another one. What was my fifth? I can't remember. Someone else go. I forget my fifth. I think you forgot Five Nights at Freddy's. Which one, Whitney? Because there's one? three of them now. Within a span of what, six months? Can we talk about this for a second? Because I'm really, I'm really, really kind of peeved off by how fast these things are coming out. Yes. Like, like I was like when the first one came out, I was like, oh, okay, it's the newest YouTube thing. Like it was basically just invented to to kind of viral market through YouTube because that's all people want to watch nowadays is jump yeah. scare stuff. Yep. Um, but it wasn't really hurting anyone. And then people started like saying, "Oh, it's the best hidden story of all time." Whatever. And it's like, I. It does have an interesting like, uh, backstory. Like if you yeah, like read like some of the conspiracy theories mm-hmm, and whatnot yeah, like, about I've, it. It's I've read cool. some of those. I've read some of those, and they're intriguing. But I don't think it's necessarily like well done. Like I saw a lot of people trying to draw parallels between the game and like an actual shooting, shooting that happened in the Chuck E. Cheese in the '90s. I think that if that was their intention, it's a little bit insensitive. In a, in a way. Hasn't the developer said that wasn't his, his intention? He's. I think I could have swore I read something to him saying that. No, I thought he true. just developed it because his last game looked like. Yeah. Um... Yeah. His last game. Essentially, he used to make um, Christian themed games, and someone <laughs> criticized that, like criticized the um, animatronic creatures in the game, like the cute stuff, as being too scary yeah. looking. So it kind of made it really mellowed, like made him sad and. Stuff like that. So he just decided to do a horror game, I did, and it. Did I didn't really think well. the third one was out. I thought he just. Oh, it's announced not. It's not it. out. It's just announced. But oh. I mean, within but six like, months, you have three games. Yeah, within within six months, it'll be. Well, you gotta you gotta look at it this way: the games aren't very long. Make. Yeah, and they're not. Uh, the levels are pretty much like one room. It's all pre-rendered not, backgrounds it, as well, so you just sit there and... So I can see how I can pump these out pretty fast. You know, I, um, I, if it was more involved, I, I'd be like, wow, how's he doing that? But like, I won't. Uh, I think it's pretty cool this guy was able to crank these out and making bank now. Yeah, I won't hate on him for, for doing that. I mean, he had something that did extremely well, and now he's making lots of money off it. And It has a huge fandom on Tumblr, yeah. I can tell you that much. Yes, it does. And I'm just... Yeah, like, I, I can't hate this guy for what he does. I just kind of, I'm just kind of irritated by people calling it the horror game of the year when so many other great games came out. Yeah, and, and, and it's just not my kind of game. Like I can, I respect that he knows how to target a certain demographic that really enjoys this kind of horror game. I just game. found it really amusing how scared the audience was was for you. Like, yeah, like YouTube. <laughs> You're playing it. YouTube, like a lot, of YouTube audiences, a lot of them, a lot of them actually kids. A lot of them want to see crazy reactions. They want to see you freak out because it's just fun for them. So it's definitely a, a YouTube-centric game. It just does well in that market. But I don't have yes. the patience for it. I, don't I finally have... tried it like last week or so, mm-hmm. and Which I died one? in the first couple. Of, the first one. I died on the oh. first couple nights, and I was like, "Wait, I have to start all over." 
Yeah. Every time, even, it's the even, exact same thing, and you just sit there and wait. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and if you succeed, you still know how it plays. Like, okay, if I don't do this jump scare, and then you know how the you know how the jump scares work because mechanically the game's very simple, so it doesn't really scare you anymore. At least for me. Yeah. yeah like, I, I wrote an article about the first game that never got published because the second one came out. I was like, oh, actually, I meant it to include the second one, and the third one got announced, and I was like, well, if they're going to come out with a new one every two months, like, my never writing will be obsolete. <laughs> I thought at least the second one had more game mechanics to it. It seems more, I think from what I saw, you you don't close the door, you wear a mask, and occasionally there yeah, are weird like, mini-game things. Yeah, and they'll come towards you, and you know, you gotta crank some musical box, and I don't know, it seemed a little bit more to it than the first one. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, it's still, yeah. still definitely not my, my kind of game. I mean, it just doesn't do it for me, but if, if it does it for you, then so be it. You got three of them now. You can play all of them, and do that. They're not expensive either, so it's not really offensive. It's like, what, seven bucks? Yeah, something like that. My, I think my little brother got one of them on his iPod for like three bucks, so it's super cheap stuff. Yeah. It's huge at middle schools and stuff like that right oh, now. Yeah. It's weird. Kids, I did not expect that. Kids love that. The kids love it. Like, if, like um, Whitney was saying, it, if I, when I streamed it, I streamed the first game a few months ago, I think in the summer, and people were just like, oh man, oh man, rubbing their hands, getting excited because I'm going to get to a point that's scary for them. Yo, he's gonna die. He's he's gonna die. He's gonna freak out. And we're like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, oh, okay, that happens. Like, all right, whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. God, he's gonna die. The fox guy's gonna get him. Yeah. Yeah. Like my my little brother is in his, uh, is in high school right now, and he said that like people were dressing up as these characters for Halloween and whatever. Like that's how popular this game is. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy is making bank with merchandising and everything. Yeah. Jeez. I don't think there is any merchandise. I've seen, I've seen, I forget where it was, but I saw like a shirt or something with the... Hot Topic. I know, I don't know, it wasn't Hot Topic, because I remember thinking that should be a Hot Topic, but this is not yeah, Hot Topic. It seems like it would be, right? Yeah. I forget what it was specifically, but yeah, he's definitely making money on that. And there you go. Another one's coming hey, out. Hey, well, which is better, Slender or this? Uh, well, the question offends me. Well, there's one official <laughs> Slender game, and there are hundreds of clones. So, is the Arrival official or is it a fan game? Official. Official? Okay. I'd say I'd actually put the Arrival a bit above Five Nights because there's more interaction involved in it. Yeah, there's exploration, like, there's nodes. Yeah. There, yeah. Like five, for five when, I, when I was trying out Five Nights because everyone was like, oh, you gotta try it, it's so scary. I, I just sat there until there was a jump scare happened. But like in, in, in the Arrival, you actually didn't kind of move around and interact with the horror other than just sitting there and waiting for it to happen. Yeah. The beginning of the Arrival is actually pretty creepy too when you're doing the yeah. slow descent into the house. I was like, okay, yeah. I can dig this. But when you actually get to the first encounter, I guess, that's when it kind of falls apart for me. Yeah, but at least there is the tension there instead of just kind of sitting exactly. there for 10 minutes while trying not to get jump scared. Yeah, I agree. There you go. Uh, so I'm not sure if you guys know this, but today is Resident Evil 4's 10-year anniversary. I saw that on the site. What do you wow. have to say about that, man? What, I, I'm I, old. Yeah, I know. I, I just wanted to see when well, did you guys my, first play I, the game, essentially. I played it. I got my brother bought me a GameCube and this game for birthday slash congrats on graduate uh, on your college graduation that hasn't happened yet but will happen in a few months. So that's when I played it. Did you ever play the demo version? Yeah, that's what he got me first. Yep. Oh man. He, got, he, he gave me that on my birthday with the GameCube, and I I played the shit out of the demo. Yeah, so did like, I. I was like, I'm oh, like, yeah, this I all ten minutes I'm of it. I'm gonna be so kick ass at this game, and then I got the game, and it was different. And I was like, oh, I'm so used to the demo. <laughs> <laughs> they changed the inventory. They changed how the gun looks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I. 
It was pretty much I the same for me. The demo. You didn't? Oh, man, I remember that <clears throat> being so awesome. Well, did, I still have the demo. Did it, did it come out before the actual game? Yeah, like, when you, when you pre-order it, it came with a GameCube uh, You got case, a little disc. Yeah, and you get yeah. the disc in there. Gotcha. It, was, it was exciting, because that's when... I can take a pick. I still have mine. I wonder if that sure. sells well on eBay. If you're not attached to it, that'd be pretty interesting. I don't think it sells that well. Hmm, maybe. Uh, so what about you, Mackenzie? Yeah, I played I played Resident Evil Four for the first time right before Five released. Uh, yeah, when I was it was I was kind of late to the party, but <clears> I imagine you felt fatigued after you played Five. Back on yeah, back on PS One, I played a little bit of Resident Evil One, not too much, and then Resident Evil Three. I actually didn't play Two until like recently. Uh, and then when Five was about to come out, I was like, oh, I should go back and play Four because like I used to be subscribed to Nintendo Power, and they always talked about how amazing it was. Uh. So I went back and I picked up a copy for PS2 um, because my GameCube uh, memory card was corrupted at that point, so it, it couldn't save files anymore, and I didn't feel like going out and buying another one. Uh, so I played on PS2, really enjoyed it. I think the moment that got me hooked the most was when you fight uh, Delago in the lake. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that was like my favorite game of all time, just for the record, is Shadow of the Colossus. Yo, me too, and, yeah. Like playing this battle, I was like, holy crap, this is just like a battle in Shadow of the Colossus. It's amazing. Did anyone, so I, I, did anyone else try... Shooting the lake in the first, in the yep. second chapter of the Evil yeah. Within, expecting the thing to come out. Yep. Oh, I thought you were talking about shooting the lake in Resident Evil Four. No, I did not no. play. Because uh, in Evil Within, there's a point where you get in a dock on a lake. I'm like, oh, Mikami is going to happen. Is oh, you disappointed yeah. me. No... I was like, they, they, he kind of does Delago <laughs> later on in the city level. Yeah, yeah. But it's not nearly as good. Those are the worst parts. I hated that filter <laughs> with the, the the water monsters. Ah. I it was, like. Yeah, it, was, it was dumb. I stopped for... playing for like a week. For Resident Evil 4, I played the shit out of that. Like, I loved doing the, um... Oh, shit, I just lost what it was called. Mercenaries. Mm-hmm. I played that all the time. And I remember when I got Resident Evil 5, it was different. And I was so disappointed. But... No. Yep, I, was, I was a proud hand cannon owner myself. I, I like, that was the game... Uh, pretty much the only game I played <laughs> for that year was Resident Evil 4. I was like, this is so much fun! I had so much fun playing it. And now it's like, eh. There you go. Honestly, I think any game that lets you suplex zombies should be considered among the top mm. horror games. <laughs> the first time that you found it, you can do it. Because everybody does it by accident. It's like the most amazing. You're like, what? Does that say suplex? No, it, it can't. <gasps> wow. Yeah, that game. That surprised everybody. I remember jumping out the window. I'm like, why did I jump out the window? This is a staircase. I didn't need to do <laughs> that. <laughs> the role, like in the very first cabin. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so depressed because <clears throat> I told one of my friends to play the Resident Evil 4 recently, and he bought the the iPhone version. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. And he was like, oh, why'd you like this game? It was so garbage. And I was like, you didn't play Resident Evil 4. Oh. You played a neutered port that had the same name as it. Have you guys seen the Resident Evil 4 HD mod that's being worked on? <clears throat> yeah. Yep. It is fantastic. It looks gorgeous. It is insane how much work these guys are putting into it. Like, I believe... Um... It's just like two dudes, isn't it? Yeah. I think one of, one of them, or maybe both of them, they actually live in Spain, so a lot of the source material for the original game's art assets, like textures or, like, a painting or stuff like that. Yeah, they're, like, taking pictures. Yeah, they're actually or... nearby, so they're just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go into the city today or or this part of town and take pictures. Oh, there there it is. There's the thing that's an RE4, but let me take a high-quality photo and put it back in the game. It's, yeah. it's actually pretty darn amazing. They're, like, right now, aren't they in the... Uh, castle I think, portion or up to that point? I think right there now? was some castle stuff. They released... A package for the village, so the entire village village is complete. Um, I'm not sure when the whole thing's going to be done though, because I think once they get the entire um, and, and all the environments done, they're going to move on to characters and NPCs stuff like that. 
And just to be clear, this is for the Steam version, Yes, right? this is for the Ultimate version. Will you, um, you're going to get the, the, right, will you stream it when oh, it's, yeah, sure. when it's complete? Yeah, I plan on replaying <laughs> it once the uh, HD pack is out. It's incredibly impressive. Yeah. And, yep, and people can look forward to another Resident Evil HD version very soon, the uh, remaster. Are they going to do, uh, didn't they say they're going to do Zero and stuff? It's maybe right now. Yep. That leads me to our next topic, but um, Resident Evil HD is coming out. I can't even talk about it. I've been playing it for the past two days, and I've never played it you, this you, far. And you can't say if you like it or not? Well, it's Resident Evil. It's Resident Evil Zero. I mean, Resident Evil, so I mean, I did enjoy the game. I just can't talk on the port's quality <clears throat> right now. But uh, yeah, it's coming out. When can you? Next week, I think. But they said, um, hold on, I feel like choking for some reason. There's like dust in my throat. <laughs> Basically... They'll give you... it's the, emb- the embargo is attached. It is. Capcom, the demons. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll be they'll be giving me stream rules. I'm hoping this week so I can stream a section of it. I'm actually up to. I have one more mask needed to summon the Crimson Daddy, whatever his name is. I'm gonna call him Daddy. <laughs> the Crimson Daddy. And he's just I'm terrified. It's like ah oh, shit. Uh, he's creep. Yeah, I'm actually I've actually got a decent strategy against the Crimson Heads this time because I haven't played the game. For a really long time, I've never actually beaten it myself. So this is the first time I've gotten this far. So wait, what's your strategy? Oh, I just I'm not all too concerned about like gasoline anymore. I figure if they're actually going to come at me, I'll just raise a shotgun, boom, headshot. No, I don't have to worry about you anymore. It's pretty decent. It's not a strategy. <laughs> no, it is because I save the shotgun blast for just crimson heads or super advanced something that I might fight later on. So if I can't burn them and I have to leave one behind, I'm like, all right, headshot time. Who are you playing as? Jill, of course. Always awesome. And if you've seen, if you've seen video, not this is not based on what I've personally played, but if you've seen video, I don't know what it is, or if this was in the original movie game. Physics. Yeah, there are strange booby physics. There's boob physics. Yeah, it's it's not like they're always It's but... not like they're blah, 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 jiggling. It's just they they settle into place after she stops moving. It's very it's very um, distracting. That could just be like a frame rate thing, though, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe because I'm playing at sixty. So I. It's distracting. I'm probably gonna. Are you happy it. that YouTube now does the 60 frames? Yeah, it's pretty neat. I'm probably gonna upload a clip of it and just be like, "Yeah, this is weird. This is excessive." But yeah, yeah. So I've been playing. It was always there. It's just, you can tell more. Now. It's probably because you can see like the texture of her shirt now, so you notice the yeah. movement. And before it was just I like when I was a kid. Oh yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> just sit real close to the TV. Chill. I, I really did. <laughs> it's it's strange, but whatever. Um. But like you said, Resident Evil Zero, that moves me on to our next little topic here. There were a couple of announcements or leaks uh, we're talking about <laughs> before we move on to questions. One of them being Resident Evil Zero. People on the internet noticed that uh, something on PlayStation... Oh, actually on Resident Evil's website, they showed a picture of the Resident Evil HD remaster. And there were some other things in the background, some icons and logos. And one of the logos was Resident Evil Zero. And NeoGAF posted about it and there were people going crazy like oh man they're gonna do a remaster of zero as well and then they capcom eventually took it down no word from them they never said anything so that might lead to a sign that resident evil zero is the next game to be remastered which were you a fan of zero yes i was i actually almost beat that one i enjoyed it a lot weird weirdly that's the only um resident evil i've never beaten it's uh, Zero and Code Veronica are the only two I haven't actually played before, so I, I you, can, you can skip Code Veronica. Everyone's gonna hate me for saying that, but I think I hate Code Veronica. I think, thank you, I Zach. Like thank it. you. It's it's it has such poor balancing and game design. I can't stand that game. Yeah, I, 
I think Andrew got really mad at terrifying, but now I'm like that game is awful. It's so bad. It is so it bad. It is so bad. It's like, hey, hey, you, you were doing something really calm a minute ago. Guess what? Run away from this tyrant. Oh, what? Run away from it? Oh, don't worry, because you're going to get hit no matter what. So please have completely full health and a health item just so you can run away from this fucking scene that you have to do. It's like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. Well, this really rad battle with a hunter in a plane, though. Oh, that one's, yeah. that one's, that one's so bad. So awful. Plus, um, I feel like the uh, I was gonna say the story has the most melodrama of any Resident Evil to me. Too. It does, but it's funny. At least it's funny. Whereas Revelations is like, oh my god, shut up. It makes up. me uncomfortable. Why does it make you uncomfortable? Because it's so cheesy that you're like, oh, somebody wrote this. Somebody recorded these lines. Clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> clear. Clear. Father. Clear. No, that's the worst part though for me. I love you, Claire. We met three hours ago, like, no. but there's yeah, something exactly. special here. So, are you guys looking forward to the Revelations 2? I am. I actually am. I am. I'm, I'm hoping it's good. I don't were think you, it'll be good. Were you impressed by the opening about. movie? No, the CG was awful. But then again, I guess I, it is... I thought it was just me. I was like, wow, it was, this one really good. It was like clear PS1 CG quality. It, it seemed choppy. It was just... Or animation, but then again, that doesn't really matter too much. Because from what I played of the game, it seems solid. So I just hope it it's look good. good. Yeah, it looks really good. Because it looks pretty meh from all the little pictures they showed and stuff like that. It seems like it's not the graphics got a downgrade. Well, downgrade from six possibly, but the art direction is definitely something I prefer Better. more. Yeah, it's okay, moodier, cool. scarier. It's got some fog. It's got some grit to it, which is nice. Could you say it's eviler within her? It's eviler. <laughs> it's eviler. It does. It's it is trying to do a little bit of Last of Us stuff too, just like the within the with the pseudo stealth yeah. and stuff like that but yeah so I'm, I'm hoping i'm hoping for that one to be good me too uh, I, just, I think it'll be fun to talk about everybody's mad about the episodic thing but i think it'll be like man can't wait till next week i don't think it see for the thing it's for me it's if you're going to do something that you want people to talk about it's like oh man i can't wait for next week's episode Did you see that cliffhanger you have to have a good story and the resident evil games haven't really been all that amazing but, lately the thing is they say, have a you bad story well, if it's, it, oh not at all if it's i think it'll be so bad it's funny yeah if it's so bad it's funny and it's not like offensive not like offensive in oh man you said something that hurt someone's feelings but just stupid and annoying like revelations one was then it'll be fine oh yeah like, i hope i hope there's a scene where they have a fake uh, claire tied up and the head comes <laughs> off yeah well, pointless pointless <laughs> fucking scene and he was australian for some reason like what is this what happened to Australian Chris Doppelganger? Whatever. Yeah, that game went through some redesign. God, that game. I, I, I actually, I said it before, I don't, I prefer Resident Evil 6 to Resident Evil Revelations. Oh. Six, uh, makes six makes That's me laugh. Six makes me laugh. Six is, I can't go that far. I'd rather play six, like, the mechanics are more comfortable for me. I, there's, and any pretense that Resident Evil Revelations is scary, it just fails. Like, it doesn't click with me at all. It's like, oh, okay, big blue goo dude is coming at me. So scary. Oh, this one is big. Rachel a little creepy. Who? Rachel. Oh, not Rachel. Um, Conan O'Brien? Whatever. Conan yeah, O'Brien was go. the scariest thing in that game. Right? I think so. <laughs> what, what, what a oddly sculpted man. What a fucking deformed creature. I don't know what he was. It's strange. Uh, whatever. That game. I hate that game. <laughs> but anyway, back to potential uh, announcements and leaks that came out for the new year. The next one after Resident Evil Zero is Corpse Party Blood Drive, which is pretty much confirmed right now. Um, this is the third game in the Heavenly Host series. And uh, XC... Sachiko. Ah, oh, Sachiko. The little evil little thing. Essentially, Blood Drive is the last the last game in the Heavenly Host series. 
Um, it's been out in Japan since last summer. Um, Exceed's English website for Blood Drive was shown to have been registered. So that's evidence one. Evidence two is that Exceed released their, their two, uh, 2015 launch teaser thing, which like little silhouettes of games that are coming out this year. And the last one that was finally confirmed was Corpse Party Blood Drive. Corpse Party. And I can't wait. And there's even word from Tom of Exceed. He's kind of hinting that it's actually going to get a physical release. And I'm so excited because if they do a limited edition like they did for Japan with like a little a little plushy chibi. Oh, man, I can't wait. That's going to be great. Those games? Like, like how are those games? Never, You've never, never played Corpse played Party? Dude, no, like, surprisingly scary. My God. My only exposure to the series was... Uh, at a Halloween party a couple of years ago, my my friends put on the anime just like the first episode of the anime to watch. That's literally my only exposure to the entire series. You need to play them. Like the first one is made in RPG Maker. It's obvious. It's well for the PSP version, it's not the RPG Maker version, but it's just like a a better looking um, remake. But it still has the same aesthetic as an RPG Maker game, same kind of mechanics. So it's a bit it's a bit janky then. It's it's the PSP one, not so much, but it's it's a little retro. Can it's you get the these on Vita? Like, can you download off yes, the PSN yes, store? Yes, you can. Beautiful. And it's incredible. Like Zach was saying, the sound design is phenomenal. They use like uh, some little some technology to make sure it's locational, even if you're just wearing like earbuds. And the game does an amazing thing where, let's say, a character is dying or being killed, they do the sound like crunching, and they describe it to you like a scissor in an eye socket rubbing against the skull cavity and scraping. You, they describe all this, you hear all of it. It reminds me of uh, 999. It has yes. like a similar thing where whenever someone died, it would describe it in really, really grisly detail to make you feel really unsubtle. That's the entirety of Corpse Party. It's it's Beautiful. so good. And then the sequel... 999 is so good. Oh, I, I'm going to get into that eventually. The sequel's like Book of Shadows or something, right? Yeah, it's Book of Shadows. It's It approached a visual novel style because basically 80% of the game is alternate slash what-if scenarios from the first game, since the game is in an alternate reality, different things, timelines happen. Yep. And then the last 20% is an actual sequel to the first game. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so all visual novel, that one. The third one, which is Blood Drive, is supposed to be more like the first game, but for cutscenes and stuff, it goes for the visual novel style, so it's a merger of the two styles. And it's, I cannot wait. And it's 3D chibis, and they're covered in blood. It's cute and awful. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be. I just really hope it comes out soon because it's been in Japan for several months. So hopefully hopefully by spring. That'd be really nice. Definitely sounds like one I'll check out. I think you'd like it. It's, it's, yeah, if you like 999, you'd like that. If you then. you like Danganronpa, you like teenagers getting slaughtered. I mean, you'll enjoy this. <laughs> Definitely. They're not teenagers, but they get slaughtered. It's great. Also, if you like random what-the-fuck lines, you'll like it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you, you're probably going to yeah, love Psycho. You know what my exposure was? Was CJ posting a weird screen cap up on Facebook, so they about Meaning cream for your pooper. Yep. That's, yeah. that's, the exact, that's the exact thing I've seen before. I've seen that screenshot, and I was like, okay, then. Yep. She's like, I had to butter yeah, my pooper. Butter and Yeah, it's... it's Oh, that game. Uh, let's see. Another one. The Last of Us 2 was potentially leaked or kind of suggested by someone's resume. Yay. This guy yeah, who I worked with that. Nolly Dog a few months ago. He's like, I worked on The Last of Us 2. Oops. And, yep, it seems like they're already looking into it. Do you guys, like, do you guys have any... Like, what do you want for that game? Do you want it to be a direct sequel or like a spiritual sequel? Spiritual sequel. Maybe different characters, whatever. Just in that same world, because the world was interesting enough. Yeah. Their story's done. Yeah, I really feel like I, they don't need to do Joel and Ellie, but for fan service, they might feel compelled to. And if they have yeah. to, if they have like, to, I remember, it has to be good. It has to be. Has to I remember be. last year when that fan art of uh, adult Ellie came out by one of the official artists. 
and everyone was freaking out because thought it was a confirmation of Last of Us 2, and they were like really excited about playing as adult Ellie, but now that that's being rumored for the sequel, everyone's like, no, I don't want that at all. So I think it's kind of strange people are kind of flopping back and forth about that. Yeah, I'm... It'd be hard. It'd be hard to do a sequel to that. It doesn't seem to lend itself too well with the ending and all that. It's just I wouldn't yeah. want it. But I just I would definitely love a sequel because the world was interesting enough. Uh, the next game, not already not revealed, but the name has been officially confirmed. It's called Nightcry, which is formerly known as Project Scissors, the spiritual successor to Clock Tower. Oh, that's actually really exciting. Yep, it's a it's a, mo- a mobile game and Vita game, which I'm excited for because it's on the Vita. Art by Masahiro Ito, which one piece of art was revealed of the Scissor Dude. Don't know what it is. Scissorman? Scissorman, I don't know. Snip Snip Dude, I don't know what his name is. But one piece of art's been revealed. They also dropped a live-action trailer directed by the guy that uh, did Juwan and the Grudge. Mm. And Nightcry is my favorite song from the Drive soundtrack. That's, real, that's actually a song name? No, it's Nightcall. Oh, oh Nightcall, yeah, by Kaminsky. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, there's nothing to really look at it. Look, I don't know. You got the video, some kids screaming. It's mom. You got the design. So I'm waiting for more actual content. I really hope it's like the first Clock Tower for the SNES because that mm-hmm. was that was a really enjoyable game. Yes, I, I liked that was like my favorite one. The, all the other ones sucked. Yeah, the guy that made this that Super NES one. Yeah, he made that one and he's making this. So hopefully it's the music. The music in the original one is just so like it's it's some of the best like use of horror music in my opinion. Just the way that. The Scissor Man's theme comes in like as soon as he appears and is really sudden and kind of jarring. Three is so bad. <laughs> it's, it gets all anime and having bows to shoot them with. It was so weird. Yeah, Clock Tower 3. Yeah, I, remember seeing a, I remember seeing a flowchart for difficulty in the third game. And mm. it's like up and down, like general stuff. And I got this last boss and the spike goes off the chart because of how large it is. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I remember that fight. Is that game on uh, PlayStation Network? I don't believe it is. Oh, that's a shame. I'll check right now. I would like to play it because there was a time when uh, I missed out a lot of PS2 horror games just because like I didn't have much money to buy games, and that's something I would do want to try eventually. It's pretty bad, but it's it's, it's, it's really terrible, play. CJ. <laughs> just play Haunting Ground. Yeah, okay, I'll play Haunting Ground. That's not on PlayStation Network either. I, think. I don't know. I thought that one. Was. I heard it was going to, and then it never actually happened. Something like that. Maybe I'll, I'll find out right now. Right. I'll do some research. Right, use the research, and the last game that got sort of announced was a Friday the 13th game. And this is interesting because essentially the premise is four people, one Jason uh, asymmetrical multiplayer game. And I was like, wait a minute, that sounds familiar. A game just got kickstarted with that exact premise being inspired by movies like Friday the 13th. Oh shit, <laughs> they're doing the exact same thing. Ten bucks says the, the kickstarted one's better. Maybe, or maybe, um, there's actually some discussion on NeoGAF that, uh, there was another game called, um, Camp something, Camp Scream, I don't know, but, um, what's his name? Oh, God, Savini. Tom Savini? Tom Savini yes, Tom yeah. Savini was working on that game, which was heavily inspired by Friday the 13th, and there's been no new news on that for a while, so there's rumor or suggestion that, uh, perhaps they just got a licensing deal, so now it is the Friday the 13th game. I hope so, because the way that it's, like, if it's not then that means that the game will have, like, a nine-month dev schedule, and that's kind of rushed. Yeah. I don't know, it just seems kind of rushed. Yeah, it, it, that's probably, it seems more likely. And then you have Last Year, which is a game that was kickstarted under the premise of being just like that kind of kind of idea, a slasher movie, four humans versus a superhuman crazy guy. 
And that, I'm um, looking forward to that. But let's see which one's better. Who knows, the licensed one or the kickstarted one? We'll find out uh, whenever this happens. Well, I guess we'll find out with this one first, because this one's coming out very soon. Friday 13th is very short felt in Psycho, apparently. Yeah, the the EGM article when the director of the original movie was talking about this says that they hope to have it out before Halloween. And they asked if he could tell anything more about it. And he said, well, we're not ready to show anything yet, which means that the game isn't far along that way they can show anything, but it's coming out in October. That's that's kind of a really, really fast death cycle. That seems almost like a waste. Yeah. Like, maybe they should just throw the license at last year and make that even bigger than it is. Like, give them extra money. <laughs> like, here, here's $100,000 that we're going to use to make an entire game. Add this to your game. It'll be great. They should just do what uh, Broforce did when, when uh, they got commissioned by the, ex- the people who made the Expendables mm-hmm. to make a, an expansion mm-hmm. for it. Yep. So they didn't like make an entirely new game. They just made an expansion of the original game that's like Expendables themed. Yeah, that was that was really cool marketing. So like they should just do that instead. Just make a Friday the Thirteenth expansion to last year instead of uh, instead of making an entirely new game that might suck. Yep. All you have to do is give them the money. They make the level, which is just Camp Crystal Lake. They make Jason. Done. Give us a bonus yep. Jason X maybe. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> That'd be the best. <laughs> Cyborg Jason. Space Jason. That movie is just amazing on so many levels. David Cronenberg's in it for some reason. I hope whatever that was about. All right, moving on. Go to the questions. Uh, Zach, did you find out the answer? Or um, it looks like neither Clock Tower Three or Haunting Ground are on there. That's a shame. But even last year, uh, Christian Svensson, the, the Capcom PR manager, was talking about Haunting Ground and how a team actually asked him if he wanted to make if, if they could make a new game if they could pitch it, and he's like, oh, I don't think it's gonna have a big enough audience, so they didn't do Aww. it. So that kind of sucks. That's a shame. Yeah. Well. Moving to questions. Yeah. I'm sorting by oldest. First one's from Ahmad. He says he's been playing Evil Within recently. I'm going to go into his voice now. I've noticed that the game is trying to shoehorn many things into the game, like trying so hard to be this surreal slash psychological horror trip, but failing so bad at it, especially with the narrative, that is way beyond confusing. My question is, why try so hard to achieve that? I mean, is Shinji Mikami out of ideas? And my answer would be, as evidence from the from material I've seen, um, and promotional stuff, uh, Mikami interviews, and the art book, that I was reading the other day, it really seems like they just went for things that are, is this scarier? Okay, let's do that. Is this scarier? Okay, let's do that. The game is not very, there's no, there's not much subtlety to it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, it's definitely a style over substance in that, in that regard. Yeah, it's, it's psychological in that it takes place in a, a world that is a nightmare. It's not really, there's no, this, this, that's all I can say, there's, there's no subtlety to it. It's just going for, surface value scares. Is this thing scary? Okay, let's make it scary because now it has braces. Now it's still wearing shoes. I mean, I still really, really enjoyed the game, but it's trying to do this on a level that's not really comparable to, let's say, Silent Hill's horror and its psychological aspects. Yeah, like, they, it's kind of funny how they, they try to completely ape Silent Hill with the safe man who's literally just pyramid head with the safe on his head. They even acknowledge that in the, in the art book. Yeah. And it, it, but it's not, it's not scary. Like it's, it's not something scary because you can just kill it and it just keeps coming back. It's like, okay, I guess I gotta deal with this guy again. Yep. It's not like Pyramid Head was, oh crap, I gotta deal with Pyramid Head. This one, it's like, oh, there he is again. Yep. Darn. There's another there even with Even with Pyramid Head, you only really fought him the two times. Yeah, and you don't yeah. Kill Once him. and then everything else, you were running from him. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it'd be like a Resident Evil Nemesis if you could kill Nemesis every single time you appear and you just kept coming back. Like, it wouldn't feel as satisfying as just killing him once and for all at the very end. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're expecting psychological, like a good psychological trip that's going to like twist your brain, evil thin, not really. It's going to twist your brain because it's kind of 
doing multiple layers because Shinji Mikami saw a film by Christopher Nolan. <laughs> or the writers of the game, I say. There's two writers. He He's also had another writer with, with him. They saw a Christopher Nolan film and decided that'd be a cool premise for our camp. Um, so yeah, is, is he out of ideas? I don't know. I think he just did what was requested. He wanted a game that... They wanted a game from him that people enjoyed. They wanted elements of Resident Evil. They wanted elements of Resident Evil 4. And that just became the thing that Bethesda want, requested or something. And it's like I saw someone say that uh, it feels like his greatest hits. A lot of ideas are being retread and just redone into one big game. And that's true, but I still enjoyed it. But, I mean, it does. it is worth criticizing for that. What about you guys? Yeah, I was kind of so-so on it, like I said before. Like, I didn't, I didn't love it, but I didn't really hate it either. I, I definitely feel like it's like they tried to rehash Mikami's earlier ideas rather than trying for something new. Mm-hmm. I really, really wish we got to see the game he originally wanted to make, like the sci-fi one. Yeah. But, you know, we can't do much about that now. So, for what we got, it's decent. Yeah, and I wouldn't mind seeing a sequel, but it seems like um, they wanted this to have sequel potential with its open-endedness and all that stuff. Oh, yeah, like, they, they definitely were fishing with for a sequel with that ending. And DLC coming soon and all that. I'm actually looking forward to that. I'm hoping Me too. it explains something. <clears throat> I'm like, oh, okay, explain that. Okay, I'm curious. Explain why she's in high heels all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of go, go went against one of his comments earlier. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think he was the one who designed her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're a special agent you and you're running away from things, I don't think high heels are going to work out for you. Oh, Funny enough. Maybe she wants to look stylish while she does it. While she runs away from someone who might be kill- trying to kill her, or she's chasing a perp. Some people actually find high heels comfortable. I don't, I'm don't. i not one of those people, hmm. but there are well, some. Comfortable and combat efficient are two different yeah. things. And hey, it hurts like hell if you like kick them something funny. Yeah. in the leg and the foot. And... It'll hurt it you like, like hell if you step in a crack. Like I, I think pajamas are comfortable. I wouldn't wear them into a war zone. <laughs> Something funny I noticed in the art book, uh, like her concept designs, one of them looks like Alice from the Resident Evil movie, to a T, red dress, uh, exposed what? legs, big black boots, and the other one looks like Jessica from Revelations. Like, God damn it, why? So, Jessica's the worst. What a horrible character. She's the worst thing that ever happened. <laughs> you can bitch your sweet ass, I'm not in the game anymore, because I'm a terrible oh, character. Oh god. Like, Jackass and Grindr were pretty bad, but Jessica's the worst. <laughs> oh yeah, the two Jackass guys. It's funny because like they in that same game they parody it with with Rachel getting eaten like immediately because she dressed like so strangely and then just introduced Jessica and it's like the same thing. It's like you can't have it both. Exactly. Ways. You weren't making yeah. a statement. It was awful. You like, can't you can't make fun of it and then have a character in that game with no one commenting on how stupid it is. Yeah. Alright, uh next question from Jane. Have you played Pathologic? It's not really a horror game, but it's pretty surreal and amusing. I have not. It's on my list. On my list. Anyone else? Anyone played it? Nope. Oh. I guess. Sorry, Jane. It's, it's by it's by Ice Pick Lodge. Um, no, I've, I've heard a lot of cool things about it. The same guys who did Knock Knock too, um, which I want to play. Oh, but it's supposed to be creepy and bizarre. Ooh. All right, uh, Frankie, who's asking? Uh, pick. Oh yeah, yeah, I thought it was a question directed to Kyle. Never mind. Pick one, depending on the mood. <clears throat> Not a jab at Kyle. Is telling people you're basing a game on actual events too much of a spoiler? Mm, no. Not really, because that term is very no. loose. That's a very loose yeah, yeah. like movies are based on actual events, and it's just oh, it was inspired by this thing that happened yeah. thirty years ago that has nothing to do with the plot. Like I remember when the Strangers first came out, 
and people were like, oh my god, it's based on a true story, and then you actually read the interview with the director, and he said, well, one time when I was a kid, someone knocked on my door and asked for someone, and I made the entire movie based on that. Yep. <laughs> so based, based on a true story is a very, very, very loose thing. Like, if you watch something like a, a historical movie that says it's based on a true story, but then completely changes the facts, it's like, yeah, I would consider those to be spoilers if the ending is completely different than what happened in real life. True. But at the same time, like, there's a lot of untold stories out there, so if they are actually basing it on a real story, I don't think it's a spoiler. Yeah, like, some of them are foregone conclusions. Like, if you're watching 127 hours, you know he's going to get out because there's no way that you know the story otherwise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently, Frankie also says, now that Whitney is a fighter pilot, will she try to interfere with Silent Hill abductions? What? I, I asked Frankie McDonald if he or she was secretly David Lynch because... Frankie's questions are so odd. Their comments are so odd. I'm, I get confused all the time, and I always have a laugh. Uh, I would not be a fighter pilot because of my extreme fear of heights. That'd make a terrible pilot. I don't see how those two are related. Yeah, Whitney. I mean, one of them is surreal, and the other one's just in a plane. I have to. I have to like take medication to go on a plane, and I'm out of it. So. I don't think you want me flying. Yet. They just make a Silent Hill game based on your fear to fly. You just wake up in the <laughs> other world, you're on a plane, and you're like, would you like some snacks? And it's just like a pair of eyeballs. You're like, no! Best game ever. <laughs> Sounds better than Downpour. <gasps> you monster. Speaking of Downpour, By it's... By the way, thank you, Frankie. Speaking of Downpour, it's no longer on Xbox Live. You cannot mm-hmm. purchase it. If you already purchased it, though, you can re-download it, like all deal of things. But Konami is secretly taking it off the store and I'm investigating why. I'm going to try to get a response out soon. It's all... It, it's been a lot of that recently. Like, the, <clears throat> a whole bunch of Capcom games, the Scott Pilgrim game, like, the Silent Hill ones, like, it's it's like a max exodus of games from the digital stores. Like, that, that's what's stopping me from going all digital in the future, is that exactly. I don't want games to disappear. I am not an all-digital person. I mean, I, I enjoy Steam sales, I enjoy PC gaming, but if I can, I will get a physical copy, just like I will Yeah, be me for... too. Like, I, I go out of my way to get physical copies if I can. Oh, so I did that for The Evil Thin. I walked I walked to several different stores looking for a physical copy. I went to two stores like, we don't sell PC games. Like, what is this madness? I just want a box with the game in it and a nice art book and blah, blah, blah. Ah, it's so hard now. It's hard for people like us. Just pimps? Pimps? No, just... Hard there for a pimp? You know how bad it is? You know how bad it is? I went on eBay looking for a, a a box, like the Vita box for Akiba's trip, because they gave me a digital download code, and I really like the game. Like, I would love to have the box with my other Vita games. Let's see if it's on eBay, and no one's ever putting it on eBay. No one's ever going to sell that. It's, that's how bad it is, Zach. I look for boxes for games. Sounds pretty bad. See, I, I used to be all collector like that, but I'm running out of space, so I can't really yeah. justify it anymore. I like my Vita collections. It's getting taller. I have Metal Gear on yeah, there like... now. It's great. I have an eight gigabyte Vita card, and I, I can't afford to go bigger because I'm on a budget. Yeah. So I like it's I can't download games because none of them will fit. So I have to buy physical for Vita for the most part. Yep, that's true. Those cards cost. The, the only digital games I have on Vita are the ones that are only digital, like Hotline Miami and whatever. Yeah, same. Mm, so good. Uh, so if anyone's listening, and you have an Akiba's trip case for your Vita. Uh, let me know. Let me know. No one, only one person has put it on eBay, and they, they apparently someone else bought it, and that's never gonna happen again. But anyway, moving on to Andy's question. What did y'all get for Christmas? Any gaming or survival horror-related items? We pretty much answered that. Mm-hmm. Yep, talked about all the games I got, the books. Yeah. Darkseed. Oh. Oh. There you go. 
Cheshire troll cat. Oh, I got, oh. I got a homecoming belt buckle and a message. Please wear bag. it. No. Please wear a homecoming belt buckle to show how much of a true <laughs> fan you are. Wear it when no. I visit you. Please, <laughs> please no. do. I need to see this. <laughs> no, you, you got to wear the homecoming belt buckle. You got to wear the homecoming trucker hat. You got to get the homecoming towel and just wear it around your neck for no reason. They had so much stupid merch. Like, I have a homecoming towel in my closet somewhere. I'm like, why do? Why did they have this? Who made this? It's a silly thing to make. GE Animation made it. It's so silly. A homecoming towel. Wear, hey, we got it for free. It's true, but it's hilarious. Like, okay, we guys, we got we, we got to make merchandise. Do you do you have homecoming the flamethrower? No. 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 I should make that. <laughs> By the way, we're speaking about Silent Hill. I just want to tell you this, Mackenzie. You sound like Tom Hewlett. It's really creepy. Thank you. It's very strange because I, 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 like, I just hit, it hit my head while we, we, you were talking. I'm like, oh, it's, it's strange. So now we know yeah, we can you, use you. you. Sound like Tom. We could use you for things. Excellent. Fake well, interviews. Fake interviews. Voice acting. <laughs> we're gonna do it. Oh my god. You're like, so Tom, why did you ruin Silent Hill? Oh my god. Oh, I just didn't like it. I just wasn't into it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I prefer you. I can't believe people still think that, though. Yeah, people, so people they're never going to let that go. The people who think like that are never letting it go. They're going to ignore the corporate See. ladder. They're going to ignore everything forever. But yeah. Next question from Cheshire Trollcat. Why so many DMC Cheshire. articles? Okay, so this was, this was a comment thread we had earlier. CJ has a crush on, crush on Dante. Even though, even though he's asking why so many DMC articles, I count two in the last month. And that's too many. And... If you don't like DMC, that's that's all that's on you. It's fine. You don't have to like the series. But he's basically asking that we stop talking about DMC. And we do extended coverage of horror and horror-themed games. You know, DMC's got some monsters. The first game was going to be a survival horror game. We still cover it. Because if we strictly cover pure survival horror games, we're going to have so little to talk about. Besides mm. every single little dinky thing that pops up on Steam Greenlight. With flashlights yeah. and slenders. Yep, flashlights, lanterns, a skinny guy standing far away in the distance. So yeah, we talk about DMC because, yeah, we enjoy the series. And it's within our also, realm. Also, I love the next sentence. <laughs> Good joke, man. I did not like Snowpiercer. I enjoyed Snowpiercer. I also I enjoyed Snowpiercer. I got bored. I stopped watching. I saw it in the Lightbox Theater in Toronto. Oh, you saw it in the theater? Nice. Yeah. It came to the the like the Bell Lightbox where they do TIFF every year, mm-hmm. and uh, it was there in the summer. And I walked, I, I was like, I was looking at the schedule. I was like, oh, this seems interesting. I, I like Chris Evans a lot, so I went and saw it, and I really liked it. It was a great movie. I, I like Bong. I'm gonna screw up his name. Bong Jong Hoon's movies a lot. Uh, so yeah, this this one was no different. I really enjoyed it. I I saw it on Netflix. What do you think of the? I don't know. Not a spoiler, but what do you think of the the protein block, Whitney? Did you get to that part? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I like, I like, I stopped watching and then I put it back on in the background, so I, I saw it, but I wasn't really paying attention. It, I, I enjoyed it. it. It was very much a uh, Korean directed film. Like, I, I love Korean cinema. Netflix has some pretty good selections, by the way. I saw The Devil. I saw The Devil. Oh, so my God. Good. Thank you. So good. Thank you. I, love I haven't watched that Wait, film which, in several years. One? I saw The Devil. Which one? I saw The Devil. Yeah, it's with uh, Young Hun Lee. And essentially, Storm Shadow. Yes. He, oh yeah, that one. That one's so good. Yeah, like it, not a spoiler because it starts in the first five minutes. His wife gets killed by this this murderer, and he's like, "I'm gonna get revenge on you by fucking you up, letting you go, fucking you up again, letting you go." And it's so awesome. It's, it's like it's kind of like like if you like, is it gory? Like it a lot. Is it gory? I don't remember. Yes. It's violent yes. as fuck. Yes. Yeah. 
No, it's going. I know it's very violent. Oh, okay. It's definitely recommended. Um, also, um, what was that film? Oh God, uh, Stoker. Stoker was really good. I enjoyed Stoker. Is, is that the one with the Nicole Kidman? Yes. That one was written by the dude from Prison Break, but directed by a Korean director. I forgot which. What was his name? I know he's directed other stuff that I like. Uh, but good films. Check it out. Korean cinema is pretty pretty great. Get some good stuff. Uh, I like the Korean dramas. I haven't watched any, but I'm afraid to because I might get addicted to them. Mm. Uh, let's see. Next question. <clears throat> From Frank Margarelli asking me, what is my most anticipated horror game for the future and why? I mean, there are a few things coming out. I can't think of something I'm dying to get. Remake was one of them, the remaster. But I'm already playing it now, so I'm not dying for it. So I'm playing it. Oh, you're not excited about Silent Hills? Well... I thought you meant like the next year, I mean, because that's what I'm thinking of. But it's Silent Hills, of course, but there's nothing to really go on except PT, which I can't play because Kojima won't put it on PC. Why Kojima? Anyway, Ground Zero is doing incredibly well on PC, so hopefully Konami's like, yeah, let's just do the rest of these things. Let's do it. Let's do it, guys. Uh, So yeah, I mean, Soma, I guess, from the Amnesia guys, from Frictional Games. Looking forward to that. I'm not sure about that one. I like the um, the live action teaser videos they made. They were really creepy. Yeah, have they made any more in a while? It seems no, like but made a bunch and stuff. My friend, my friend Nick tells me that they're going to do a like a companion movie, and I'm like, all right, that sounds pretty cool. But, like the, the the teaser was really interesting. It was like a robot was found, and he's like, oh, my name's Richard, and like, no, this is Richard, and the guy's standing right there, and the robot is dead set on believing that. He is the man who is in that room, and that's so unsettling yeah. in many ways. And I'm hoping, hoping for some good stuff. Soma, I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna have to go with Soma for now, like near future. What about you guys? Killing Floor Two. Oh yeah. Always. Whenever that comes out. So, Silent Hill. So much hype. Yeah, Silent Hill too. Also. For me, it's probably Project Scissors, whatever it's called now, and uh, whenever the next Dead Rising game is gonna come out. Oh yeah. Well, I guess I should add Blood Drive to my thing too. Yeah. I couldn't play. I couldn't play Dead Rising Three because I don't have an Xbox One, and I heard the PC port's really bad. It's uh, it's it's not horrible, horrible. But if you're if you can handle like a console quality experience and a poor optimization, like how, it depends on how good your computer is. If your computer is, uh, I have a, I have a gaming I have a gaming computer. So. No, you should be decent. Just just expect 30 frames and nothing insane. Okay, maybe I'll check it out. But yeah, I I, I like the I like the Dead Rising series because they're like my they're the my favorite like turn off your brain and go crazy type series. Mm-hmm. I just like dressing up your character in a child superhero uniform and a servbot head whacking zombies with a giant foam baseball bat. Oh yeah, I wore a Daisy Duke shirt tied with tied knot. It's great. <laughs> Riding the tricycle around. Oh, it was, it's a fun game. I, despite losing like 18 hours of progress due to pre-release bugs on the PC version, I played so much of that game and enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, so maybe, maybe I'll check out three. I, I hope that the Super Turbo Alpha. Plus whatever DLC comes to the the Steam sometime soon. That's pretty fun. Hmm. Gotta wait for it. Hopefully, I don't know. It depends on how well that port did. I have no idea. Uh, Frank had a question directed at Kyle, but Kyle's not here. Asking. I'll pretend to be Kyle. All right, do it. How would you personally write a horror game set in a psychiatric hospital? What tropes would you subvert or discard? I don't know about that. That's way too much. <laughs> that's too much. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a lot of things. Don't don't say don't say. Okay, you. I would say subvert it in that. Don't say ooh crazy people are scary. Say ha ha. You as the audience member think we're going to say that, but we did not. Do something. Yeah, yeah, one, subvert that. What were you saying? 
Sorry, the, the one thing I really hate about games that portray, like, mental asylums or whatever is they always have, like, someone, like, screaming or whatever in the background when, like, it's not like that. It's not like that. Like, they're, they're just people. They're just, they're just, they're not, like, insane lunatics who scream all through the night. They're just, they're just guys. They're just people. Yeah. I like the, show, the blood writing on walls. Yeah, blood, yeah, blood writing. They have written their own blood on walls. That's, that's, everywhere. Uh, just, this, we need to have a good game about just, like, reasonable and understandable, like, anxiety. We need that. Not some, yeah. oh man, this person's potentially schizophrenic and they're going to kill everybody and they're a killer. Yeah, like, have, you, have you seen, or I guess seen is the correct word, have you seen Beyond Two Souls? I have not seen the ending. I've played most of it. I... Okay, yeah, the, their portrayal of mentally of the mentally ill in one part is really, really offensive. Wow. Like, they, okay, so in one single game they managed to, they managed to offensively portray the, uh, the mentally ill, the homeless, and, uh, just woman in general. It's kind of awful. Jeez. Um, I would actually play that game when it comes to PS4, uh, but I don't want to buy it. Just don't don't play it sober. <laughs> okay, that's good advice. I'll stream it if whenever I get a PS4. I'll stream it drunk or something. It's like, what are you Classic. doing? It's Willem Dafoe. Just start hissing at the screen. <laughs> we need to kill Spider-Man. <laughs> Thank God for you, Jody. Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, Whitney, seeing as how you are a professional snowboarder and an Arctic explorer, which horror <laughs> games do you think have the best winter theme levels? Examples such as The Cabin in Condemned 2 or new games like The Long Dark. I do love that cabin. Whitney, I think you're going to say Shattered Memories. I actually, well, since I just, I'm replaying Last of Us, I really liked uh, that level, the winter level. Mm-hmm. That was fun to play. Mm, that was nice. Get yeah. that rabbit. And Shattered Memories did a good job, too. Yeah. I see a lot of people talking about Shattered Memories lately. That's a game that they need to remaster and put on other platforms. Everyone needs to enjoy that game, not just the Wii. It's on PlayStation 2 oh, yeah. and PSP. Those, those are shitty ports, though. You can even <laughs> see through the ice. I don't count those. That was awful. Okay. All right, so, yeah, there you go. That's your ice theme level. Snowy snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everyone, which horror game monster would be the best Santa Claus? What? Um, the, bloat, the bloat from Killing Floor. I'll find a picture. Oh, that reminds me. You guys ever heard of that PSP game that was a zombie theme, but it was also during Christmas? I think it was called Infected. I have no. it. You have it? No, I don't have oh. it. I haven't heard of oh, it. Oh, I usually have it. Like, no one's ever mentioned this game. I'm like, how did I find out about this game? Do you have it? I had it. Not anymore, because I don't have a PSP, but... Winter Wait, theme. What is it called? Infected. Infected? Yeah, you just shoot zombies and save humans in a christmas theme world, and... The intro is hilarious because like all these people are at a town hall and they just get eaten and this little kid starts screaming because he watches people die. It's pretty awful. Oh, it came out 2005. Yep. There you go. Three weeks before Christmas. Oh. Yeah, you're a police officer in New York City three weeks before Christmas while the entire city is rapidly being infected with a virus that turns people into ravaging bloodthirsty zombies. The player's blood contains the cure which less than 1% of the population possesses. The objective is to destroy the infected while trying to reach someone who can make the cure from the blood. So what's, uh... It got a 3 out of 5, a 7.2 out of 10, and a 7.6 out of 10. Yeah, it was, it was a little... Yeah, but it was it was funny. It had humor in it. That's a game I'd like to play again. I wonder if it's on PSN. That's a different thought. Anyway, so, um... Best Santa Claus? Definitely Nemesis. Yeah. Nemesis, yeah, Nemesis works. Some I don't know. I, I linked you guys the picture. Oh, the bloat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's chunky. He's got a. Uh... He's wearing a Santa Claus outfit. Yeah, it works. That works. 
Oh, there we go. See? He's out there, they dressed him up and everything. Yeah. And then he just his stomach he just looks... splits open and he just gives you candy. Yeah. <laughs> Rotten candy. Just, just like cool. real Christmas. You guys are naughty, here's some cold. He's like, I'm Santa, where are my cookies? Oh, nothing, I'll just eat your toes. That'd be horrible. I'm gonna tell my kid that. Santa's gonna eat your toes when he comes. Better be nice. <laughs> that sounds really weird, and but it seems like the perfect thing to scare a child, because it makes no sense. Santa's gonna eat your cold, your toes. Eat your toes. Yeah, because that sounds. Whenever you talk about children, it's never like, oh, I can't wait to do sweet things for the kids. Like, I can't wait to mention this. <laughs> yes, but it'll be it'll be between all the sweet things, like Happy Halloween, dress up like video game character. It'll be great. It'll be adorable. I like this uh, blingy version of Nemesis. Yeah, see, the Nemesis will be the best Santa. He's like a he's like a big jolly elf with running flesh and tentacles. Oh, he's gonna hug you with them. So many appendages to hug you with. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, I guess. And he'll he'll he knows where you are, so he knows where to deliver your presents every day. He knows where you're sleeping. Yeah, he knows where you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Oh God. He knows when you're a stars. <laughs> stars. Uh, so I guess that's about it. We've answered uh all the questions. We've done the episode. So. Wait. So wait. Was Nemesis the answer for the best uh, Christmas elf? I think I think Nemesis. Yeah. It's because the hugs, the hugging potential. So Bloat would be the the Santa. the Santa Claus, and Nemesis would be the Elf. Yeah. So I guess Toast Adorbs. Sign off on on this. You can follow me on Twitter at arsenic13. Um, go to the helldescent.com forum. Follow Rely on Horror on uh, Twitch and on Twitter and Facebook. All of, all that good jazz. And Steam. And Steam. Yes, we've we've actually hit uh, I believe twenty thousand curator followers. So we, like I've said before. Our Steam Curation Group is the Horror Steam Curation Group, which is awesome. So we fancy now is what you're saying. We very fancy. So whenever we play a game that's also on PC, we really enjoy it. It's going to pop up on there. I put Lisa there, and I'm hoping it gets some coverage because Lisa is very obscure, it seems like. But people who have played it love it. So I highly recommend Lisa. Go check that out. It's 10 bucks for a very, very awesome story. Uh, Whitney? Uh, Kemi underscore Roe. Um, on Twitter, SilentHillHistoricalSociety.com. Yeah, that's you know my stuff. They know your stuff. Yeah. Ooh. She's the queen of Silent Hill. <laughs> no, I'm not. And Zach. Yeah, you can find me at Zach Furness. That's Z-A-C-K-F-U-R-N-I-S-S. And you can find me on the site. There you go. Mackenzie? You can follow me on Twitter at Hypocrite. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, can, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Scrappy Devil. And, uh... Yeah, that's. Hope to see you there. Uh, this is a great first podcast. I really enjoyed it. Hope that I was bearable. You were bearable. That's good to know. We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks' time, and we'll get some crazy energy. Hopefully, be some awesome news to come out from the new year. I mean, people are getting back to work, so we will get some new announcements. Killing floor. Maybe killing floor will happen in, in two <laughs> weeks. Who knows? Maybe. Well, H one Z one comes out. Maybe. No. 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 It's not the same. Oh. Okay. I guess that's. I guess, Zach. I'll be sad now. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.